Welcome back to the show, everybody. This is the Upper Tier Podcast, and joining me tonight for a transfer show, our resident referee, Mark. How are we, Mark? How's it going, Noel? Thanks for having me on again, man. Not a bother, all good. Um, this no, is sorry, a slight... Gaza, did you give him a holiday, yeah? The man is away in Euro Disney, living it up. He was just text messaging me there from Planet Hollywood and Euro Disney. Kareem Benzema has just scored a cracker, apparently, and solidified... And yeah. solidified his call on a Ballon d'Or, apparently, according yeah. to Darren. So, yeah, good so show. Um, no, good show as well, no fairness. Yeah, absolutely. But tonight we're going to do a transfer show. We're going to have a look at a couple of transfer rumors going out there at the moment. But the bulk of the show is going to be heavily weighted towards Manchester United. We're going to look at the current squad and we're also going to look at who comes out of that, do you think? What you think they need? Who you've been linked with? Obviously, Eric is in there now. I think he's there, what, about two weeks now at this stage. Yeah. Um, and see how you feel, how that's going, who you've been linked with, who you think is going to come in and what you think you need in order to, I suppose, for both of, I suppose for both of us to stay with Man City this season and not turn oh. into the French League, I would say. Mm. Um, I think he's be closer to that than us now, fairness goes. Yeah, well, listen, we all have to try it at this stage, don't we? Because uh, they're absolutely um, lighting it up. And, and you heard, I'm sure, during the week, their uh, executive turned around saying, we're not finished yet, there's still more to come in. Yeah, it's a yeah. frightening proposition, oh, frightening proposition. Um, let's get into this anyway. And, of course, viewers, you can drop your comments down below. Let us know, especially you Man United fans there. Come on, let us know who you want out, who you want in, youth people coming back off loans, whatever it is, who you think is going to fit in, who's going to fill your bench. Realistically, how many signings can you bring in in a window? What do you think uh, Eric's budget might be? Um, I know what you'd like it to be, yeah. <laughs> but realistically, what's it going to be? Yeah. Um, but let's start. We'll, we'll start with general transfer news, and this kind of isn't general either, but obviously Mata, Pogba, Jesse Lingard, all leaving Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Um, news that wouldn't have shocked you? No, no, I did like the Pogba one is just like it good riddance, you know, that's all way. He's just been a bad penny. Um he's just, he's probably had more haircuts and goals and assists and he's uh listen, on his day when he wants to be, he's a fantastic footballer. But it's getting him into that headspace. You know, I remember when he came on against AC Milan last year in the Europa League, he changed the second half around for us in the San Siro. He does have those performances in him, but we haven't seen enough of him in the United jersey and for me I I would have liked him to sell him, get a few quid from you know back back uh, back at this even in January or, or last summer. But we, it's the same with Lingard, you know. We should have sold him in January, got 25, 30 million, whatever we could have got for him. Um, and we didn't, we let his contract run out and he's gone for free. So, um, yeah, and then like Mata, Mata, listen, I think he's had eight years, I think he's been very good for us you know, over the last few years. He's been a big part player, squad player. But I think his presence around the squad, his experiences would have helped a lot of the younger lads. Um, and Matic, yeah, I wasn't surprised. Listen, he's come in. I've seen him go a few times when I was over there. I, I, I Listen, I've liked him a lot. I know uh, Darren's going to get him the stick call him the manless statute uh, a few times. But I think, he's he, listen, he's gone in and done a job there in the whole midfield role. Um, but, yeah, it was his time to move on. Cavani as well is gone. Um Lee Grant obviously is retired. Um, his best days were gone when he left Stoke. But um, yeah, so no real big surprises there, you know. Yeah. Um, obviously, before we get into United, obviously talk about Romelu Lukaku. And um, this is going to, I think, 
continue on throughout the summer, I would imagine. This is not going to be a deal that's going to be very easy to put together. No, um, no. The talk at the moment is Inter Milan. They want to do some sort of a 20 million loan this season with an option to buy at the end of this season. Yeah, well, I, I suppose from Chelsea's point of view, with the option to buy, I think that needs to be a commitment to buy. Mm, yeah, um, yeah. If you're going to loan them out, it can't be just an option to buy. And we know that some of these Italian clubs are struggling financially because of everything that happened. And, um, and has he given any indication that he wants to go to Milan? He uh, <laughs> only for the last six months non-stop yeah, yeah. basically. Nice um, but he was also um Conte also apparently made contact with him for Spurs, okay, um, yeah. which would have been potentially an interesting move. Um, but also Bayern Munich are interested in him as well. I think he's a player that would um, I think he would gone. light up the German league to be honest. I think I think he did well there, but like he's just he's well, you spoke about on the matchup last week. Like he's one of these players that will score if you're two or three nil up in it. You know, against the Leeds, or do you know what I mean? He's not that. Mm. He's never been the big time Charlie, like you know. Um, so listen, from what I've seen of him in the Serie A, the, the league suits him, the pace suits him. Uh, so it, it seems like a good deal all around for him to to get the move back over there. Yeah, and then we move on. Obviously, Wolves confirming this week that eight players have left the club, including John Ruddy. Mm. Um, this is a uh, Bruno uh, clearing the decks and making way for some. Uh, Refreshments, as they say. Yeah, uh, Rudy, geez, he'll probably end up at a championship team. Um, he, it's mad, isn't it? Like, he'd wonder now, talking of Wolves, we'll, we'll go on to United now in a few minutes, but there's one or two players in that Wolves squad that I wouldn't mind getting in myself. Ruben Neves being the prime suspect from, like, if we can't get this Dion guy in, I, I'd like to see Ruben Neves being uh, visited and I think he's a great midfielder. He, he's obviously got experience in the Premier League and being with Wolves now in the last while. So I think it's a it's a deal that we should look at, you know. United have been heavily linked with him, haven't they, for the last yeah. couple of seasons. They yeah. were linked with him, I think, last summer as well. Last Absolutely summer, fantastic yeah. player. Um, Unbelievable. Uh, great strength, great touch, great vision. Mm -hmm. He, he kind of has it all, really, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, but I mean, you get my good price as well. Like not like I'm not good nowadays. What what's a good yeah. price nowadays? It's not thirty million or whatever. But you get mm. a decent enough price, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Especially Premier League proven as well. So that's it. Um, that's and has a good experience. record as well. Doesn't get injured too often as well. No. A strength there as well. Yeah, he's you know, good so. engine on him as well. Um, yeah, because that was that that was my own concern with the Liverpool news today that we were linked with Christian Pulisic, and I was there going, no, no. Yeah, sure, he's been linked with Chelsea as well, hasn't he? He's at Chelsea. I'm not Pulisic. I'm thinking of uh, Perisic, sorry. No, no, no. Perisic yeah. signed for Spurs. Spurs is signed for Spurs. No, well, he was heavily linked with Chelsea as a, probably a, a little bit kind of like perfect. Yeah, he was heavily linked with them last summer, actually. He was heavily linked with them last summer, yeah. Well, Pulisic, yeah. Jeez, that's a, that's a mad one. I, I actually just was on Talk Sport or something I was looking at earlier on. Hmm. I don't know. I, 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 if he left Chelsea, I couldn't see him going to another Premier League team somehow. I don't know. One of those, like, yeah, it's an interesting one. We, well, we, we've been the one thing we've excelled at this season is um keeping players fit that generally have had a history of being injured throughout mm. seasons, and stuff like that. Um, Especially where, what six, 64 games this season, he's played as well. Yeah, so. But wh whether we could work the miracle now on Wiedebeck's legs, I'm not too sure. We'd have to wait so. and see, you know. I, I doubt don't it think somehow. so. No. Um, Burnley captain Ben May, <laughs> his turf more future is in doubt, apparently. 
Um, yeah. I would have thought that would be a given. There's probably a couple of players there at Burnley that uh, I don't know whether they fancy a year in the championship. No, I don't think so. I was I was looking at that one earlier, and to me, looking at it, it wouldn't surprise me if Bournemouth went in for him because uh, Gary Cahill got released and another centre half there, so it could be an ideal opportunity to go in there. You know, newly promoted team, um, mm. and I think like Scott Parker has done a fantastic job at Bournemouth, and he's a type of defender. Ben is a type of defender that Parker likes. You know, we've seen it in the past with Fulham and Bournemouth, so. I wouldn't be surprised mm. if he ended up somewhere like that. Yeah, definitely be an interesting move, all right. I think there's probably a number of players there at Burnley that uh, they, they'd be exploring their options, let's say the boy Maxwell Corney and all. Corney yeah. and Yaman Fakers or whatever that just came yeah. in. He's probably looking gone. Oh, I don't fancy this yeah. championship. Like. And uh, what's who else at the back? Tarkovsky. Tarkovsky, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah so yeah. there'll be some interesting ones there, all right, to, to potentially move. Mm. But then again, you never know. Listen, it depends what manager comes in. There's obviously talk of company coming in and a few other names have been linked. So it probably depends on who's going to come in and, and what their uh, what their plans for the club is and, and obviously the plans for the players as well. Yeah, and obviously the net effect of being relegated as well under contract. What does it mean? What's yeah. in their contracts in terms exactly. of its dilution and stuff like that, yeah. obviously. yeah. Um, Juventus looking to revive a January deal where they wanted to swap uh, Martinelli off Arsenal. Um, for their boy Artur, um, yeah. I'd be very surprised if Arsenal let Martinelli go. Would you? I can't say he was influential this season for them. You know, and um, they've yeah. they such a a strong midfield with young players around them. Obviously, Odegaard in there, Saka, Smith Rowe. I think Arsenal need to look at someone up, up top um, to get. But no, I can't see them let Martinelli go. Yeah, um, another one I was looking at this week. Um, Mason Mount at the moment is stalling over the deal at Chelsea at mm. the minute, uh, which kind of shocked me a little bit. Um, mm. But he's been heavily linked with yourselves. Um, I've seen that. I've seen that. Like you, you know, I'm a big fan of Mason Mount, mm. but I, I, I think this is one that's going to linger. But he's, he's not going to leave Chelsea. I think I it's just all paper talk. I think it's all yeah. paper talk. I can't say he's a, you know, he's a, he's gone up through the ranks, and yeah, no, he won't leave. Yeah, I think if you're um, if you're a viewer of our Beat the Bookie show that we do on a weekly basis, you'd know that Mark and Darren are both fans of Mason Mount. Yeah. Um, he tends to feature in a lot of goal scoring yeah, bets and stuff like yeah, that. And all. I love him. He's great. Um, let, let's get into, um, I suppose, let's before we get into this, let's talk about um, Mo Salah the other day coming out and saying um, he's going to stay, obviously, for another year. It looks like he's going to try and run down his contract. Mm. Um, but he put out the other day as well that he'd have no problem moving to a Premier League rival. Yeah, saying that. Um, what What did you make of that? Did, did Did you think there was a sincerity in it, or do you think he's pushing for a move? It's, to me, I don't know. It could be a bit of oh, he's it, you know, he's probably looking at. It, I think I, I, I want to push for a move. If I do this, it, it could be a good excuse to get the move. I can't see. I can't see him stay in the Premier League. Like to me, in my head, he, he's going to Madrid. Can't see him going. Like, where is he going to go? Chelsea? Or is, is will he be the marquee signer for Newcastle? He's definitely won't come to United anyway. And there's probably no room in, in that City squad for him either. So, um, I think if anything, he'll leave and go to La Liga. Yeah. But what do you, what do you think about it? Because from a Liverpool fan point of view, what what are your thoughts on him at the moment? Like, obviously, I know you said since the Afcon, he hasn't performed as as he had done, you know, in the previous six months leading up to it. 
But um, listen, he's still a vital player in that squad of yours. So, you know. Yeah, I, I'm I'm kind of of the opinion at the moment. If you look at both of them, it, it's an interesting conundrum because we're hearing now with Mane, um, this move that's happening with Bayern Munich may Bayern or may Munich, not happen. Yeah. We're not too sure, but that he was looking at nearly tripling his wages. He wanted just shy of four hundred thousand, three hundred and ninety-five or something like that, which I think is a shocking leap. I'm not saying he was on the right money. Yeah, the talk was he was on about it. I think somewhere between one hundred and forty or one hundred and fifty thousand or something like that, which I think is low for him. Yeah, um, and I'm saying was it true? I don't know how to listen to all these reports, but Ox was on higher money than him, was he? Yeah, it was. It sounded like Ox was on higher money than him. Um, Firmino was on higher money than him. Now, obviously, there's a number of players in there you have to remember who have only renegotiated their deals yeah. as well and extended Van Dijk, Fabinho, Henderson got a new deal. Robo, I think so. New Trent signed a new deal. That was all last summer. That was that's yeah. we did more the, of that than we did. We only brought in Kanate. Yeah. But they're players that deserve the deals, you know, at the time yeah. they won. Yeah. And and I mean, don't get me wrong, I I don't think for a minute that uh Mane doesn't deserve a new deal. I don't think mm. for a minute that Mo doesn't deserve a new deal. But you've got to kind of make your mind up, haven't you? Like you yeah. like we've been negotiating with Mo now for nearly a year. It yeah. doesn't look like it's going to come off. Um yeah. and I'm not too sure. Um, with him, with him, it's a kind of a conundrum as well because neither of them we can afford to just walk out on a free. Because I, I really think when players leave you on a free, I think it sends a really, really bad message about the club to the market and also to the current squad. Yeah, yeah. Um, like, and and, and, and I mean, you you know it with Pogba. Well. Pogba's, Pogba's walked yeah. out on a free twice now, you know. Twice, so it yeah. doesn't shine a great light on the business affairs of the club, really. Yeah. So I, I, I think personally. Mane has decided he wants to go um, because his valuation of himself, I think, is way too high. Yeah. Um, and the club's not going to break the structure in any way for that kind of situation. With Mo Salah, it's slightly different. He's saying he's going to stay for the year, but I don't really see with everything that's coming out at the moment how he can stay there for a year, be around that kind of squad, um, and also kind of hold up maybe the development of it by bringing someone in. Um, if he's not there for the if he's there for the year, is he really going to give you hundred percent? That's not questioning him as a professional. Yeah, just, yeah. You know yourself the commitment. If that's not where his future lies, now the talk that came out over the last couple of days as well is that he's only been offered a fifteen percent increase. So I think he's on, I think he's on about two hundred thousand, and it would bring him up to two hundred and thirty thousand. Only, now, only. <laughs> Yeah, no, but you know what I mean. And the, no, the, 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 the just, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but I just, I, I just think, I think for both players, somewhere in between is probably where it should be. Yeah. Um, but but I think the thing about it is, cause as well, like if if you let him run down that contract, there could be a player this summer that Klopp could get in to replace him that might go somewhere else as well. So there is that kind of thing. Yeah. You know that kind of worry. So ultimately, from my point of view, I, I think both will end up going. I'd be very yeah. surprised if both don't, end, both don't end up going. And I think I think Klopp, if you look at Klopp's reaction prior to the Champions League when he was asked about Mane, Mane sorry, and he said, I couldn't care less. It means he's probably already been planning for it. Yeah, um, yeah. And, it and it's very clear that, you know, all the spin and the talk for the last year between agents and Salah and stuff like that about, you know, demonstrating the ambition of the club and all this kind of stuff and that it wasn't about money. It's 100% about money. Yeah. Um, and that's very, very clear on both players. 
Um, they're both brands as well. They're not just players. They're actual brands. Yeah. So yeah, to me, to me, I think Mane will definitely go early, early doors in the transfer. But I think mm. the Salah saga will roll out probably to August or so. Yeah, I, 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 I'd be. I've said it on a couple of podcasts already in the last week or so. I'd be very surprised if he tugs out in August in the Liverpool jersey. I'd be very surprised. Um, yeah, but, yeah. but we'll say it will rumble on because it has been rumbling on for a year. Um, obviously, if he stays, he'll get my full support as a supporter. But I just think it'd be a very d- difficult situation there for him there to be around that squad, knowing that he's out of there in a year and he's going to run yeah. down his contract. I think would look really, really bad. Um, now let's get into let's get into the bones of this. Then Man United. Um, I sent you over a list there the other day of the the, cor- the current extended squad. It was like a, an American football list, really. Oh yeah, Jesus. when you look at who you were carrying. I mean, obviously, I highlighted and read the ones that are gone, and also, um, obviously, Mason Greenwood is is out of the equation at least at the moment. Until is he? To, yeah, until things are clarified. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or what's going to happen? I don't know. I mean, I suppose with Mason, I mean, without without getting into the finite detail of it, do you see him tugging out in the United kid ever again? Um, it's like if he's innocent, they'll have to give him a second chance, won't they? Listen, I know there's that saying there's no smoke without fire, but if mm. listen, it, it could be a thing where he's not welcome in England. Imagine he beauty getting every ground around England. Like that's what I'm so, thinking. Um, he might have to move out to China or somewhere like that, or the MLS or somewhere, you know. Hmm. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a I'd, massive I'd, I'd be, I'd be very surprised. I'd be very surprised. Um, let, let's have a look. Let, let's discuss. I mean, obviously the goalkeeping situation. Lee Grant is is gone out. Uh, David de Gea is there. Um, I'll give out you... a shout. Shout out to Eric Hambry, the under eighteen goalkeeper. He's one yeah. for the future. What's what what's the story there in terms of goalkeeping? I mean, David De Gea will obviously retain the number one spot, um, and yeah. has earned it this season. Do do. Dean Henderson has been making waves about wanting to move. Um, there's been talk that he's been one of the individuals in there potentially leaking stuff to the press and all that kind of stuff and all. And he, he's been at times quite vocal and not happy about his position there. You would think he's going to want to move this summer, wouldn't you? I think he will. I think he'll go. Um... I think Ten Hag's probably looking for to get a backup. I know Heaton is still there, but he only played about two games or something. Um, yeah. But I, I can't see Henderson staying. I really can't. You know, with the World Cup approaching, he obviously knows he's not going to be England number one, but he'll still want to be in that squad. And the only way he's going to be in the squad, even a second or third choice, is to get minutes under his belt. And he's not going to get that, it, it, particularly in the in the form that De Gea was in last season. He, you know, he was unbelievable. He got Players Player of the Year. Yeah. yeah, listen, doesn't say a lot about us defensively when I go like, but the Hayes won it a lot, the player of the year. So I can see Henderson maybe getting a move and, and staying in the Premier League. So then, do you promote Tom Heaton? Is he number two then, or do you bring in a number two? I personally, I bring in a number two. I, I'd say, like I said, Ten Hag, known the situation when he got here and how unhappy Henderson has been in the last six to eight months or whatever it was. I say Ten Hag's on the lookout for a for a backup keeper for De Gea. Yeah, with um, I mean, what have you made of his first two weeks in there? Um, there's been some interesting stuff, isn't there? Insofar as he's he's kind of come out and he's he's made it very clear that like United won't be held over a barrel in terms of transfer fees and stuff like that. And all. But mm. it, I I suppose I was talking to Darren the other day about it as well, and it's all well and good 
putting that out there that that's what you think and that's how you want to operate. Mm. But when you look at the job in hand at Manchester United and potentially the number of players you need to bring in, either from youth or back off loan or mm. signings, um, it's a massive job and you can't really waste any time because it's a short enough window um, yeah. to get players in because we know there's a lot of players going off on... They're, they're caught up in international stuff this week and stuff mm. like that, and then they're going to be going off. They'll be back in pre-season before we know it, and then they'll be going off on these world tours and yeah. uh, these international competitions that they play and stuff like that. And it's very difficult to get business done then at that stage, you know. And before you know, we'll be in August, and it's an early start as well, isn't it? Because I know the Charity Shield is uh, mm. 31st of July, I think it is. The it is. Week, so we're going to be the, a week early, you know. Yeah, with the World Cup then, obviously in December. Yeah, well, I, I think look, he was announced what two weeks ago. Obviously, there was probably talks going on before that, so he probably in his head would have known maybe a few weeks before that that he was going to come in and take charge. So, I think he would have been sending the feeders out, he would have had a what he what he wants done in, in place. And like, I, I've heard uh, various stories about there's 150 million like there, and that's not on top, you know, and then on top of that, whatever we get for players. Like there's players there we should sell the likes of Marshy Allen stuff like that as well. God knows how much money I might get from him. He's been absolutely brutal. But um, he, to me, I think he, he doesn't seem the type that will hang around. I think he's behind the scenes. He'd be working hard uh, since he came in. So hopefully we'll see the fruits of that over the next while and, and, and get... Listen, the first signing is the vital one. Once we get the first sign, I think the rest will flow in then, you know, because there's a few in there that... Like you said, mm-hmm. a few from the youths that will come up. James Gardner hopefully come back in on loan. I don't know about Diallo. I've watched him a bit with Rangers. He hasn't really impressed me that much. Where previously I've seen him when he came in and he's playing with the 23s. I watch him a lot on MUTV and he was very, very good. But listen, it's a different story going from the 23s to senior football. A lot more physical. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe he might need another season out on loan. Listen, if I was United, I'd look to throw in the championship because... If you want to learn about football, you play in that championship, you know, Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Wednesday each week. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. And um, it's a nice little segue. We will be doing a championship show next season as well. Yourself and Darren will be doing it, which will be absolutely electric. So, Did you hear the news yesterday, Cuz? No, go on. Neil Critchley left Blackpool as manager. Happy, uh, devastated. I am. He's after taking. Did you not hear? He took the role as Stevie G's assistant manager. No, I hadn't seen it. It's a good move, though. Oh, I don't know. Not for you. Know. No, for him. For yeah, for him. It's yeah, good, for it's him. Good it's good move for him and for Villa. And it's, you know what I thought? My mind was going in overdrive and work today. Do you know who I could see bleeding taking over now? You're on me. Go on. The bouncer from Burnley. <laughs> Well, we know we know he'll go in and do a job, but he might not want to do a job where he'll want to watch it. That's well, the only no. problem. Um, so yeah, now listen, it was disappointing to see him go, but he'll he'll do well on there because he worked obviously with Gerard with the twenty threes that time in Liverpool. So that's right, yeah. yeah. When Gerard left, Chris he took over, and then he yeah. obviously went into Blackpool. So back with that's Stevie good. G. He took, um, if I'm right, didn't he take control of the Liverpool side in the cup game when yeah, we Aston were away Bill at the World yeah. Cup Championship yeah. that time? Yeah, when we had to play the yeah. yeah, he did. He did um, yeah, 
really it was disappointing because he done well with Blackpool this season. You know, when, well, listen, yeah. we finished, I think it was 15th or 16th, but in, in mm. January or at the end of February, we were in sixth. So, yeah. But it just showed you. Well, you were playing, you were playing a brand of football then that was like yeah. pleasing on the eye. You could yeah. watch it like it was watchable. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So there we go. Sorry, we got yeah. a little bit. <laughs> that's right. There's now. no harm getting sidetracked. That's your. That's as they say, your other club. That's it. That's it. <laughs> um, what about Brandon Williams? Yeah, I'd like to see him come back in. Um, obviously. Shaw, Sean Tellez, they've been chopping and changing in that position. Tellez. I thought when he first came in, I was kind of an advocate for him, but there was a few times towards the back end of the season, I wasn't really impressed with some of his performances. Mm. Shaw, I don't think he has the engine to play the type of football that Ten Hag would want to play. Um, I think Williams has that hunger. He has that desire. He's got that little bit of nastiness in him as well, which I like. So I'd like to see him get given a chance. No doubt he'll he'll come in and probably play a few of the friendlies during, during the summer and Hopefully he gets an opportunity to do it in the in the league at the start of the season then. Yeah, and then on the right hand side. Well. Wasn't Shaw linked with Newcastle during the week as well, I heard. I've seen that. Yeah, listen, yeah. if if he went, I'd say thanks for your service, fair play. You know, he he obviously had that bad injury in, in the Europa League where he broke his leg that time he came back and, and fair play to him, you know. I, I respect anyone who comes back from an injury like that. But just I don't think he Listen, he's never been the fittest lad, but he just—I don't think he'll have the engine to do what Ten Hag wants wants him to do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anyone, anyone else in there that you think like needs to go or is really only going to be there in terms of a bench, like a squad player and stuff like that? When mm. you think about the starting eleven, like realistically, how many players do you need? Well, um, I, I was looking at it there, like there's talk of boy going, and um, there's. Phil Jones, the, like, I don't know what story is with him. Uh, Martial, he has to go. Pereira, I don't know. I, I, I've seen him a few times. I've seen him in action in Old Trafford watching him, and I, I just thought to myself, like, there's up times you want, you, he's given Pereira opportunities, Solskjaer did, to, to come in and do well, and he never took those opportunities, you know? I know he's got a cracker of a goal against, I can't remember who it was, but for me, he hadn't done it. Diallo, like I said, I think he needs to be loaned out to the championship. Um, Dallo, Dallo and Wan-Bissaka on that right-hand side. Like again, I was I was impressed with Dallo when he when he came in at times, but then there was times towards the end of the season he was making mistakes. He was getting caught out at the back. Wan-Bissaka, obviously, we know he's a great defender, but going forward, he just. You know, I don't know if he was used to going forward at, at Crystal Palace. If that, that, I don't think he was allowed over the halfway line. You know, the, the style they played, but he's just there's obviously talk of him not being happy up in up in Manchester. So there's talk of him. Yeah, story as well. story broke during the week as well, didn't they? Where they had instructed him that he was um it was okay to go find a new club basically. Mm. Um. So yeah, it's a it's an interesting one for him. So it it just seems at the moment that there's a kind of an imbalance at the moment between the players that are leaving. And the players that are being told that they can leave, and then the volume of players that you need to get in, because yeah. obviously there's only so much youth you can throw at it. There's only so <sighs> many know, players yeah. you can pull back in, and we've yeah. seen some of the youth play this season at times, and some of them just haven't really been up to it. I mean, the boy Chong hasn't been up to it. I don't think um, Hannibal has come in, but he's kind of tried to come in and be that kind of. 
you know, that hard man Roy Kane kind of thing in a time where it doesn't really work in the league anymore. That kind of approach. I think Sean Sean had a had a very good loan spell at Birmingham. And again, it's one of those things that I think would have done him well. He'll probably get an opportunity, like I say, pre-season. There's others like we forgot about Donny. I think Donny will come back in. I think he'll do very well under Eric Ten Hag. Um, obviously, at the list, Tunzabe, there's talk of Tunzabe going as well. Uh, short wire, you know, will he, will, he, will he get more game time this season? Um, a lot of the Alanya is going to be there. Garner definitely. Uh, who else was I looking at there? Sorry, because Alanga. Yeah, Alanga. Yeah, he'll he'll get. He'll, I think he'll he'll do really well in the brand of football that we're going to be playing. He was a uh, see because he burst onto the scene and then the last few games he he didn't do much. You're kind of thinking, but uh, he is a really good player. I remember watching him. The last game of the season, not season gone, season four, when we played Wolves and he scored. Like Mata played a great yeah. ball across from him. His movement is second to none. You know, his finishing is excellent as well. So he'll definitely play him. Yeah, and, see, I said that. I said to Darren the other day as well. It's such a weird one at the moment to try and judge the squad and judge the team because it's as if it's as if the whole six months of Ralph has been an absolute waste of time. Um, with him leaving the club and not going mm. into the consultancy role, and there was talk coming out that it was Ten Hag who kind of initiated that that he he didn't want Ralph there basically, and it was like as if he was just put in there as a stopgap. He threw a few grenades, ruffled a few feathers, and and then went, but um, yeah. never seemed to pick a team in any sort of way, you know, in in terms of something that you could look at and go right. Well, I see something there, or I see something there. Nothing was ever very clear with him, you know what I mean. And yeah. some of his some of his um, decisions were puzzling, to say the it's, least. So it's I, hard it's hard to judge these boys because if you look at Alanga, Alanga's end to the season was shocking. But it we was. know he's a very good player. Yeah, he has it in him again. I lot I watch a lot of him for the twenty threes on MUTV. Mm. He he is a fantastic player. Just the last while, it listen the, the the one thing I did like about Ralph was his honesty. <laughs> you don't get that. It just yeah. seems to be like that. Some of those foreign coaches, they don't give a crap. They'll just say what they want. Like you know what I mean? Where it's not even that. I said it from an early stage. I said if you're gonna throw your employers under the bus, you're not going to get a job, are you? You're no, yeah, 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 yeah. So, but um, yeah, no, he'll do well as well. But obviously, we need to get players in. There's no doubt about it. I've seen some of the players we've been linked with. Obviously, De Jong is one of them. I, you know, the whole saga's been going. I've been hearing conflicting stories, you know. Barcelona's his dream club. He wants to play Champions League. Um, Bar- apparently, Barcelona could do with the money. Uh, they they got no real kitty to offer Xavi this this season. So, um, it's going to be interesting. You, you know, you look at, like I said, we needed the young. If you can't get him, I'd go for Ruben Neves. I think he'd be, he'd be perfect to slot into that midfield. Duran uh, Timber. Looks like a really good defender and um, could play center half, right full. Not the tallest of defenders, but um, he, he'd be solid enough. Obviously, Ken Hag knows him very, very well. He's only young as well. He's come up through the Dutch uh, size since under 16s or 17s, I think it is. So um, he'd be one to look at because you know, you don't it, have to it, be. It, it, it's an interesting one with Ten Hag, isn't it? Because Timber has kind of come out this week as well and said his preference is to play Champions League football yeah. Yeah. and that might stall on the day. And obviously, 
if you've got an option there to play Champions League football and get a similar financial deal, because these are really good players, obviously. Yeah. Um, you're probably going to go that route, and that makes it difficult. And and let's be honest, you know, as good as Ten Hag was for Ajax and stuff like that, and developing these players and stuff like that, there's no loyalty in football when, no, when it comes poor. to signing contracts stuff like that. And it, it just seems it seems there's a little bit of an anxiety building in the United fan base that they thought. That maybe there'd be one or two signings by now because he he's obviously been looking from the outside in as well. He didn't just take the job two weeks ago. Mm. Um, no, and that a number of deals might have been there. Like I, I I think as well for that. I think listen, we're on a two week international break as well. You don't tend to see many deals done when they're listen. I know these these Euro games are gonna glorify friendlies, but they're still on on international camp, so you mightn't see too many deals been done. You know, well, well, they're with their international team. So I think come the end of next week, we'll start to see mm. some more deals rolling in. And I think, like I was saying, what you said about you know wanting to play more minutes, Champions League football to to get in it with a chance to play in the World Cup, which it isn't fair enough for any footballer. Absolutely, mm. totally agree with you. But I think this whatever deal we got over the line first, we'll we'll see how much of a draw Ten Hag is to get players in. And I think hopefully we can we can. Uh, move on from there um, and start building a squad that is, like I said, able to play that brand of football and, and hopefully bring some sort of excitement back to Old Trafford as well. Yeah, well, I think we did mention that the fan base has to be patient as well, that it's going to take a number of windows to complete this, yeah, this project. You know, it's not going to be one window for sure yeah. because, I mean, the, the size of the task is absolutely massive. Listen, I said it to the lads in work. I said he's a great coach, but he's not a miracle worker. So we have mm. to be patient. Um, listen, if we can yeah. get top four next season, and, and like I said to you as well, goes maybe going a cup run in the league cup, FA Cup, or the Europa League, maybe yeah. get to a final in this first season, finish top four. To me, that'd be a successful season compared to this season. So, yeah, hopefully, we can see something like that. Um, the, the interest in Darwin Nunes has seems sort of ramped up greatly. Yeah, I've um, seen that tidy player. Um, is, in my estimation, in my estimation. Probably overvalued, but I mean, who isn't overvalued in the market at the moment? But Listen, you, you you pay for what you get, don't you? Well, we spent eighty million on Harry Maguire, so um, but now he looks he looks really well, or he looks <coughs> really good. I've seen him play really well against uh, Hughes. I've seen yeah. him play against Ajax as well in the second leg where he scored a winner. He looks a lively player, and he's only young. what's he twenty two or something? Twenty two, yeah, twenty two. That's nothing. He'll, um, but do you know what I was talking? We were talking at work about this earlier. It won't surprise me if Chelsea came in at the last minute. Like he's the type of player Chelsea could do it as well if Lukaku's gone to Serie A. So Our, ourselves and Chelsea have also been linked with him. Um, yeah. But I think I don't know. I get I get the feeling we've moved a little bit away from the deal now. Um, I was saying it to Greg earlier on our WhatsApp group. Mm. Um, I think we've backed off the deal a little bit because I think the money is is escalating. Yeah. Um, and and the one thing we do, we're kind of like Pep when he backed off Maguire when it went above the sixty five. Yeah, I think once it went above a certain level, I think we we kind of checked it and said, right, go ahead, whoever wants some kind of thing. Yeah, I think I think it will be just us and Chelsea, but I think it's a their Chelsea could probably throw more money at them than than we could. So I wouldn't and and Champions League for and Champions League exactly. Football. Exactly, so yeah. it wouldn't surprise me if he did end up at Sanford Bridge. But listen, if he came to us, I'd be delighted because from what I did have seen of him. He's he's excellent and um he's the type of player that we could we could do with obviously as a up there with Ronaldo, you know. 
Yeah, what about um, Robert Lewandowski? I mean, the talk is he wants out. He's made it very clear he wants out Bayern Munich um, to the point where it's quite public and quite sour. Yeah. Um, and his, his dream move is obviously to Barcelona, but we know Barcelona financially with their wage cappings and stuff like that, they're in serious trouble. That's yeah. why they haven't unloaded a lot of players still. Um, and there's teams being linked with Gavi, teams being linked with Frankie De Jong. Um, and I, I heard they haven't, they're not even in a position at the moment to register the two players they brought in. Christensen off uh, Chelsea. They haven't, Chelsea, they can't, yeah. they can't even register him at the moment, apparently, and all that's the predicament they're in. So, so I, I don't think the move uh, for Robert would be there. Um, would he be a player that you'd fancy to go in? Yeah, I think he'd still do a job. I know he's, you know, getting on in age. What age would he be now? Um, he's probably about 33, is he? Yeah, no, I was thinking 32. But, uh, yeah, 32, yeah, listen, 33, I'd imagine, yeah. He's, he's still still do a really good job. Um, obviously, we've seen him a lot over the years with, with Bayern Munich and Dortmund before that, and obviously with Poland playing against Ireland so many times and scoring. Mm. Listen, he'd walk into any, any club around the world. I just think this Barcelona thing, I think he'll end up there somehow. I don't know. They'll have to work it around. Listen, La Liga, don't want to see all these players leave the league like the likes of ne- uh, Neymar and Messi have over the last few years. Even if the likes of Ramos and stuff like that, they're losing household names. And La Liga is a big, big brand. So I, I, I can see a few twists and turns during the summer. And I, I actually can see Lewandowski uh, going to Barcelona. Yeah, it's an interesting one. I'd love to see him in the Premier League. I'd be um, great. He'd be, he'd be, uh, listen, there you go. There's another one for Chelsea to look at as well. Because yeah. he's the type of goal scorer that they need. Mm. Yeah. But, you know, I, I just think he'll end up in La Liga. Um, let, let's talk about the midfield for the moment. Obviously, there's Fred, McTominay and Bruno are there. Um, and I think it's no secret that the thoughts that people have on that combination. <laughs> Um, Darren would be a big advocate of Fred McTominay for all his um his effort and his guile and stuff like that kind of falls a little bit short. Um, Bruno, by his own account, had a shocking season, um, but not dissimilar to most of the squad. So again, it's very hard to judge it. Um, I still but- had like he still. Had- I know you don't like these stats, but goal involvement and assists and all, he still did very well in them last season, you know, which you'd expect from, from his yeah. kind of quality of, of player, yeah. you know. Yeah, I just um I, I think I think probably there was a kind of a season of maturity there where he needed to kind of go learn his trade again where he was he was always trying to play that killer ball and stuff like that instead of times doing the simple thing. Um, the, one, the one thing I can't stand about him is his pettiness of shouting at referees. I know I'm a bit biased, right? But he just argues so much with referees. Like, yeah. he gets so frustrated, you know? It's just, he needs to curve that this season. And because it takes away from, like, his head, he loses the head. Like, he, he doesn't, con- he concentrates more on giving out about a decision than he does on the actual game. So, sorry. He gets, he gets, a, he gets very emotional, as they say. Yeah, very emotional. <laughs> very emotional. Very emo- um, don't take out on the referee, though, Bruno. Yeah. What What about um, talk this week? You've been linked to Calvin Phillips. Um, obviously, United and Leeds have a have a history there. Um, yeah, no, no. Is, is he a boy that you'd fancy to go in? Yeah, he's a great player, but I can't see him coming coming to United. Like he's Leeds born and bred. Like. 
he would never be allowed to step back into the heats if he went to Manchester United, you know. It was different for other players. Like, Rio got really bad stick, but he wasn't from Leeds. He was from London. Yeah. You know, Alan, Alan Smith moved as well and got stick. But Calvin Phillips, like I said, is from Leeds. If, you know, if he, I, yeah, I remember. I remember we both probably remember watching the documentary when he was on the cusp of leaving before. Yeah. Member and, and the club was nearly ringing the mother and the grandmother and everyone and yeah. all like to, to get it sorted out. It was absolutely hilarious and great, great, uh, great TV watching. But, um, um, uh, c- certainly he is a boy that uh, a number of Premier League clubs at the higher end will be looking at. Um, big time, big time. Yeah, he's um, solid, like he even looked like he, he could he could go to somewhere like a West Ham or something, you know. There's I can't see him come to United, definitely can't see him come to us. Um, mm. It'd be interesting. It'd be interesting to see because does he stick with Leeds out of loyalty, or obviously does he go where he wants to progress and, and, and possibly play in Europe as well? Yeah, and especially in a World Cup year as well, where it's mm. so important. I mean, we know he was very, very good in the in the Euros. I think it was when he played yeah. for England. Like he, he was, he was one of the standout English players. In fairness, mm. in that midfield. Um, but he's been a kind of a bit part player this season as well. He's been out with injury and stuff like that and all. Um, so this uh, next four, this next four or five months for Calvin Phillips is huge in terms of trying early. to lay down a mark, and especially how I, I suppose looking at the England squad, the midfield is so competitive at the moment mm. with what they have available to them. They, you, they yeah. could have two midfields that would walk into any any other international team, but Calvin Phillips he was unlucky with with injuries, and I felt sorry for him because the type of football that Leeds played this season it kind of bypassed the midfield you know there was games he was non-existent in but it wasn't his fault it was the way they were playing you know yeah. um, so and like you said it is vital in this uh, World Cup season that he gets minutes under his, his belt and that uh, he um, he can compete with the likes of the midfield that they have so you know yourself one of your, your boyos Ward Prowse he had a fantastic season for Southampton, like you know, he's another one that could walk into that midfield. Yeah, yeah, and absolutely. Declan Royce, who, yeah, who's just, also on the list there as well. Yeah, that's a good segue. What, what, what you're thinking on that? It'd take a lot of money to move him out of West Ham, wouldn't it? It would. I, and I seen, I seen. <laughs> I don't know how true or not. I seen a, a, a paper article about what he's been offered by West Ham. It's, it's some crazy money. But listen, he, he's a fantastic player. Um, obviously, I'm still always going to be bitter about the whole Irish thing. <laughs> That's it. But yeah. listen, I I can't see him leaving West Ham. I think he, I think personally, I think he's going to be one of those players that's a mainstay at West Ham, and uh, the fans will kind of treat him like Bobby Moore. You know that sort of way they'll they'll take to him. And I think like he's still what are, he's still only in his early twenties as well, isn't he? Yeah, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Like, I, for me, I've seen him again at the Euros. Him and Phillips in midfield, I think, thought were fantastic for England. Mm. Obviously, very unlucky in the final against Italy. But uh, he's done really, really good in there with Suchek in, uh, for West Ham this season. Yeah. Uh, we great, great, about, great, one in, great run in Europe. So yeah, unlucky in the end. Unbelievable. Yeah, and like, like me and Daz have talked about, they don't have the biggest squad. So they, the players that are there have to put some shift in week in, week out. Mm. And Thursday, Sunday, Thursday, Sunday. Yeah, we talked about Bowen. We know how how vital he was to that West Ham team, but Declan Royce was equally as vital uh, as Bowen for me, anyway. 
Yeah, it's an interesting conundrum for West Ham as well because obviously Jared Bowen has been linked with a move away as well. He was monumental for them this season as well, especially when Mikel Antonio, the drop-off he had where he, yeah. he nearly had come out of the front line and was nearly playing as a winger for a long time yeah. and wasn't picking up the goals and stuff like that. They were heavily reliant on Bowen. Um, but it'd be a difficult one for West Ham, wouldn't it? I mean, obviously they'd get decent money for both players. I mean, yeah. Royce, Royce would be very, very big money, I would imagine, to let him go. Yeah. Um, with his potential right. and his age and how good he is and stuff like that and all, you know. All right, listen, if West Ham are really smart, they'll wait till January, let him go to the World Cup and his, double, his value could double then, depending on how England do. Yeah, yeah, so. absolutely. Um, but the, but then, you know, in, you know, in January as well, to get a deal of that magnitude over the line Yeah, it's in tough, it's be... tough. It is tough, but yeah. just yeah. in terms of the whole yeah. the whole thing. I come here, just on bone, would you like to see him at Liverpool? Yeah, I, I'd have no problem with him. There's an honesty and a work right to him and stuff like that. So I think, yeah, absolutely, I'd see him in there. Um, he's no, he's excellent. Like his assist, his goal records as well. He doesn't. He stop he, he plays as well. When I watch him play for West Ham as well, he plays very much like the way Mane and Salah play. Yeah, if you look at him, yeah. there's similarities to the way he moves and the way he plays and the way he attacks is very similar to Liverpool's style as well. And I know Klopp is a big fan of him as well. And um, if, uh, he and then, I, I was delighted to see him get called up to the England squad because obviously he uh, he's had a good season and, and the last in, time he was injured, so he didn't get called up. So it was great yeah. to see him get called up this time. And, um, yeah, it's mad with it's mad with Southgate, isn't he? He's such a, an abundance of riches, really, in terms of footballers at the moment, doesn't he? You look at Saka, Smith Rowe, Bowen. Like he said, even more Prowse had a great season, you know. One of the best free kick takers in the league, in the history of the Premier League. Mm. I think he's only a few, few behind David Beckham now at this stage, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. but they have a great blend of youth and experience ah, there as well. well I mean, they, sh they should really be looking to go really well in this World Cup, shouldn't they? Well, really? uh, yeah, without a doubt. Because you look at the, the squad that he has there, I say probably 80 to 90% of them have played together since, you know, under 16s at the England yeah. setup. Mm. So that's, that's when you know they know each other well, they fit in. Um, I've seen a video of Bowen arriving at St. George's Park there the other day and he walks in and they're all giving him handshakes and it's so funny, the girl who was taking his passport was the girl that still worked there from when he was a kid and all, and he was like, oh, you still work here and all, so it was, uh, it's, it was great to see, you know, it's mad, yeah. like little, little things, yeah. like. but, um, yeah. you know, they've, they've a great young team there and, but listen, we said it so, so many times about England. You look at the, the team they've had in you know Euro 2006 and in the World Cups, the Lampards, the Gerrards, the Beckhams, the Skulls, the Rooneys, the Owens, and they never quite got over the line. So, um, yeah, they came close on a number of occasions and just imploded yeah. slightly, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah. Um, the media yeah. don't help either. Sorry, Gus. No, absolutely. Back back to back to United anyway. I mean mm. I mean, what's your expectation with Eric going in there now? Steve McLaren obviously has been a real good appointment. Mm -hmm. Um he's always been viewed as an excellent number two as opposed to a number one. Mm. Um what what what's your feeling? I mean, how realistically how many players, how many new faces do you expect to come in in this window? Um if possibly if we could get three or four in. And okay. obviously Mix them in with some of the younger lads, the likes of Williams and, and Garner coming in from, from Forest. I'd be happy enough. And then, obviously, if we can't get any deals over the line for some of them, you can revisit them in January. Then, and we did listen, we have a lot of young lads there that, given the opportunity, I, I think could do a job. But, um, 
then I then again, like I said, there are some that have to go back out on loan for me anyway to get mm-hmm. gain more experience. So I'd I'd be I'd, I'd say four, definitely four. Um, depending who we get in, you know, depending yeah. on the names we do get in. So we mm-hmm. we'll just have to wait and see. Yeah, it's definitely going to be an interesting one, but certainly you would imagine once these internationals are, are out of the way now that uh, momentum will start to, to move because obviously there's a flood of players there that have left mm. um, a number of spaces have to be filled. Yeah, exactly. Um, and and uh, It'll be interesting to see what the blend is like and, and yeah. how much he takes out of the Dutch league, which is what he'd be familiar with. Yeah. Uh, sorry, because I was just going to say, as a United fan, I'm excited about it. I, I'm excited about next season. I didn't think I'd be able to say that after this season, but it can't get any worse than this season. So I'm excited to see the brand of football we're going to play. Like you say, we have to be patient, though. If the results don't come straight away, so be it. We need to stick mm-hmm. by him. He, It's like Stephen Kenny with the Ireland team. You know, at the start, everyone's kind of like, oh, no, this, we're losing games. But he was trying to implement the brand of football. It was going to take time. And we're starting yeah. to see the fruition of that that style of football yeah. now. So we need to do that as well with Ten Hag. Yeah. I don't I don't think it's gonna happen with United, but I'd always say and this is my history of following Liverpool through the nineties and stuff like that. It can always get worse. There's always a further drop. Now, I don't see it happening at United. I think he'll come in and he'll do a decent job. I know he knows football and he's a coach and he's a manager, um, which was lacking, some would say, over the last two to three years, maybe longer. But, um, but yeah, but I mean, as you said, he's starting from a really good base there where you feel it can't get any worse. You've cleared kind of some of the the hassle there, which is a very good thing as well. So with the likes of Pogba mm. and that going as well, his his influence in the dressing room may not necessarily be conducive to the youth and stuff like that and all. Yeah. Um so yeah, so but it, it's it's certainly time to be excited. But um just I'm sure you like myself when you look at the moves that City are making and stuff like that, it's scary look. Like. Mm. Yes, yeah. No, you're right. And I think, like you mentioned, Steve McLaren there, I think it was a great move getting him in. He's a great coach. He, he understands the club. He knows the values of the club. and he, he, He's a good um, he's a good man to have there, obviously, with um, with his experience of working with Sir Alex. And I think, like, listen, like I said to you, he, he's, he became a comedic character over the years with the Wally, with the Brawley, and, and his, mm. his, um, his uh, what was it, England against Iceland, his commentary on the Sky Sports News that time and all, you know, it was on mm. football's funniest moments. But when you strip it back, he's a fantastic coach. Um, he'll, he'll bring a lot of those younger lads on like he did back in 99 and stuff like that as well. So, like I said, listen, everyone's going to be ch- uh, chasing City. Uh, but all we can do is, is concentrate on beating the teams around us and, and Hopefully, City can falter at some stage. I can't see it happening, but hopefully, no, can't see it happening either. Do no. I, don't, I don't know. It's, it's you know, the, the the benchmark now is over 90 points if you want to win the league. Yeah, it's crazy, um, isn't it? I, like, I have a funny feeling with the moves they're making, it probably won't be too far before the benchmark is 100. Yeah, um, and that's that, and scary. I think that's what Pep is pushing for, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's, it's that's just, what he really wants. Yeah, so it's up to the rest of us to get our finger out and get some talent in and, and get it going and create a consistency and all. And I said it last year, you know, and it, it's no disrespect to ourselves at Liverpool, but we need more than Liverpool just chasing City down. We need mm. Chelsea back up there as well. We need United back up there as well because if it's only one and you only have your eye on one, it's not as much pressure. 
Whereas yeah. if there's three or four in the title race, it makes a huge difference. But, and l- look at it. Conte has, has done a fantastic job at Spurs. You know, they'll be there or thereabouts next season as well. Yeah. You know, they'll add one or two more players in. Mm. Possibly Ericsson could go back in there. Who knows? Yeah. Um, mm. The Champions League football to look forward to. Arsenal, they can get a, a recognised goal scorer. They'll, they can mm. be there or thereabouts as well. And so, our, our uh, boy, our boy up at Newcastle as well is going to be interesting. What they do this summer, Eddie Howe, like um, I know Dasser spoke about. He needs, you know, a, a marquee signing, a signing for the future as well. And um, so it's going to be very interesting what happens at Newcastle. I think Newcastle this season will be like Chelsea in 3 We'll be picking up the papers or going on social media to see who they've been linked to it and who they sign. You know, it goes back to your earlier conversation, doesn't it? Once you sign one. Then the floodgate yeah. opens, and yeah. then they all start pouring in, and that's the scary Absolutely. thing. Absolutely, and yeah. I think the one of the better signings was obviously in January with Kieran Trippier. I know, listen, I know he got injured and all, but he's mm. going to be fantastic for them next yeah, season. Brilliant. Yeah, and Joe Linton as well. The job he did on Joe, Joe Linton, oh, listen, he's like a new yeah. player, like big time. The way he changed position, mm. he just looks like he. It looked like when you go back and look at some of the videos, he looked actually unhappy playing, but now yeah. he he has a smile on his face. He looks happy and. And my man say maximum up there, most dribbles in the whole of Europe. Did you see that? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. <laughs> if I, if if only that would bring home the betting docket. Um, yeah, true, true. It, it'll be interesting to see them kitted out as well in the white and green kit, won't it? It's, it's kind of a, kit, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a bit a weird looking somewhere. It? Yeah, a little nod to where the money and the checks get yeah, cashed. That's um, it. But yeah, it'll be but, interesting. And of course, we'll uh, listen, Newcastle well. Yeah, if you're a Newcastle fan, it's exciting times. You know, it's a city that I've, I've been. I've been to St James's Park on on, a, on an occasion or two, and it's it. You literally, it's like you turn onto O'Connell Street, and St James's Park is right there. Yeah. It's in the heart of the city. You know, yeah. we all know what that kind of reminds like. us of Croker. Reminds us of yeah, Kroger. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. like, do you know what I mean? They deserve, they deserve, it, and it's exciting times for them. And yeah, they'll, yeah. They'll, and listen, Eddie Howe's fantastic manager, so. Yeah, well, listen, it's a pleasure having you on. Um, to discuss Thank you very much. All things Man United. Um, and will uh, be are a... we, we coming on tomorrow for the Ireland-Armenia preview? Is <laughs> ben asked me, Ben asked me, he was messing with me last night, he asked me would I do a preview with him for Armenia-Ireland. And I thought he was being sincere, and I did a little yeah. bit of work on it. Then he told me he was only messing. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ben, so, come on, you have to do it now, Ben. You have to do it. What does that tell you? Oh, um, he said he's gonna watch it tomorrow anyway, but I'll be um, yeah two o'clock kickoff. I'll I'll be busy probably out on location at a, a Celtic Legends game versus yeah. um Sheriff, yeah, uh, with Tony from Legends Eleven. So hopefully we'll bring you some good content from that over the weekend. And um, there's one coming up in a few weeks, us. Yeah, that one's coming up. The Man United Legends versus mm-hmm. Manu Town, and I think Saturday week as well we have Liverpool Legends versus Newry. Newry Town, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's up Did there you as see well. See who was announced for Man United there yesterday. No, I didn't say it. No, uh, Quinton Fortune was announced. Nice, so nice blast from the past. He was a great yeah, winger. Absolutely, yeah. It, it's amazing when you see these names coming out. And all I was even looking at the Celtic one there with Hearts and John Collins. Oh um, man, Bobby Alan Penta. Stubbs, you know, proper players, yeah. like proper yeah, players. Absolutely. You look at John Collins played from Monaco. Had a good spell at Fulham. Yeah. Obviously, John Harrison is there as well. No, yeah. fantastic. Tony's doing a good job up there. Like, 
Yeah, I better be nice to Johnny tomorrow if I'm if I'm chatting to him in case he gives me a kick to the head or something like that. You know, <laughs> yeah. big John Hartson, you know, absolute legend. Don't you know? Begovic, yeah, cop out there yeah. anyway. Yeah, we gotta be I'll be I'll be careful in case I bend down to pick up a mic or something like that, and he has a punt <laughs> at me or something. Hits me with a brow kick or something like that. You know, so, and it'll be yeah. a great day on the home farm tomorrow, and obviously if people yeah, are watching yeah. this, hopefully I get still the top. tickets available for the match as well. So. Yeah, absolutely. Get out there. I think they're are they on Eventbrite or through the club. You'll probably pay at the gate as well if you wanted. I, I think so. Yeah, I think there's yeah. still some um, on Eventbrite yeah. as well. So, Yeah, and they were saying there's trophies out there and photo opportunities and all that good yeah. stuff and all. So yeah, get good. out there and support for a good cause as well, supporting Sheriff and stuff like that. These yeah. are always great days. And, and to be honest, when you go look at these Legends games, these boys haven't missed a step either in the way they move the ball around. It's great to watch yeah, them play. The time. level is unreal. Yeah, um, oh, um, you'll see it now, like... The, the one in a few weeks for the Man United, Dennis Irwin's there. Boy, can he still play football? Like, Absolutely. So, um, you nearly have him someone, back now if you could, wouldn't you? Right, <laughs> right. There'll be someone shouting at him, though, from behind them, telling him what to do. So we have to wait and see who that is. I'm really looking forward to that, actually. I'll, I'll be doing some clips of that all right, yeah. Um, and, and, and he won't be a big Danish lad either. No, no, no. <laughs> He'd be a big lad. He's a big lad. <laughs> big lad, all right, but not Danish. Um, That's it. Well, until next time, this has been your transfer show, uh, Manchester United edition. Um, we're going to be back twice a week with these transfer shows, obviously highlighting a team on each show as we work through the 20 teams in the build-up to the new season. Keeps us busy, obviously, with content now that there's no real matches at the moment and stuff like that. Um, if you want to contact the show, the upper tier podcast at gmail.com, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, we're there, the upper tier. Um, we're out there on Twitter at the underscore upper underscore tier. Let us know your thoughts down in the comments. Any other players you've been linked with or players you'd like to come in, let us know. Um, and and who would you like to see as next Blackpool manager? In the yeah, comments. who would you like to see as next Blackpool, Blackpool manager? And if they appoint them and they get it right, we'll send you out a baseball cap because it's probably a roulette wheel at this stage. That's might get yeah, it. very um, true. But until next time, a pleasure, Mark. Cheers, both. Cheers, both. Thanks.